Good evening and welcome to another episode of the Sons of Anarchy UK podcast. My name is Tim Coyd and every week we get together, we talk about Sons of Anarchy and we talk about one character in particular and we do everything. We just dissect their their whole appearance in the show and we rate them. We're going to create some trading cards so you could own your own top trumps of Sons of Anarchy characters. With me, as they are every week, they keep coming back, so we must be doing something right, is Wendy, Lee and Holly. Good evening. Good evening, Tim. Hello. And welcome back. Series two already. Wow. Good gone so fast. It's madness. Yeah, yeah. So when as we're recording this, we've just released episode two of series one, so all very exciting and we all loved very exciting we all loved episode two of series one if you haven't already heard it go back and listen it is a belter it is it really is and so tonight we are talking about dawn traeger oh yeah i didn't know where else to go one's gonna do some serious damage to herself if we don't do something that when, when did all this go down donnie it's margo with an axe this, this does not sound like your sister. How long has she been puking? She's always had weird food stuff. Since when? Since she was like five, she used to count how many Cheerios she ate. We gotta get her in treatment. Well, what's your mother saying? Colleen's got a head full of 12-step bullshit. It's all about boundaries and detachment. Oh, Jesus. Look, there's a private rehab down in Orange County. Like a 30-day thing. They have an opening. But it's not cheap. 12,000. 12K? I can uh, teach you to stop binging for nothing. Really? Serious, Dad. We're going to lose her. <laughs> Love her. I feel Dawn like Margot. Affinity. Oh, Margot with an X. Yeah, that's right. I'll go with an X. All right, Mm. so talk to me. How does how do we first meet Dawn Traeger, and when when does she come into the series? Season four, didn't she? Ah, charming. Yeah, halfway through, she turns up in I think a taxi, and because she's one of the twins, it's uh, Dawn and Fawn Traeger. Chig's, Chig's two daughters, yeah, twins. Oh, I thought they were just sisters. Uh, and uh, she basically comes to Chig with a sob story. She wants, she needs money, and it's all a sort of. Uh, as you see in the scene, if I if I got this right, they're in the Telemoro, um, the the, comp, the compound, mm-hmm. and you've got Bobby and Gemma looking mm-hmm. on. And they've sussed her out that she's on. She's basically on the air for money. Yep. And she makes up a story that her sister <laughs> needs some sort of therapy. Uh, I think it's money for rehab, if I remember correctly. Yeah, she wanted twelve thousand dollars. Yeah, apparently because her sister was bulimic and that was it. Yeah. badly and needed to go into mm-hmm. rehabilitation, and she'd found this clinic, um, yeah. and that cost twelve thousand dollars. Top-notch clinic, yeah. must be. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and uh, of course, Tig pays pays out but i is he warned up is he warned off her or yeah 
He's yeah, warned before, well, but yeah. he still, he yeah. still gives yeah. them the money. Gemma and Bobby do a little bit of digging because, you know, <laughs> Gemma knows her of old, I think, and, and Bobby as well. They're a little bit suspicious. And I know they do yeah. some digging. Mm. And they actually make contact with uh, Tig's ex-wife. That's it. Mother. Um, What's her um, name? I can't, can't remember her name. I don't think she was ever given one. Yes, she was. He mentioned her. Yeah, but no, she confirmed that Fawn is um, very, very happy living with her boyfriend alive and well in Chicago. Mm. So, yeah, and they did tell Tig that too. <laughs> it's such a it's such a father thing isn't it that, it really is yeah, true yeah, it's quite, I, I kind of get that too because he still gave her the money yeah but he gave her the money because i think he explained it as well didn't he because they said why why did you do that we told you and they said yeah but and i think it's because that's the only way he really got to see her which i yeah. in a weirdly sort of way i thought that's actually kind of quite nice he knew he knew for a full fact she thing played but it was his daughter. I was actually thinking about this and I thought, well, maybe, I mean, there's no doubt that Tiggs had a lot of issues in his past, whether it be, I don't know, abuse or trauma think, of some sort. I think sort. childhood sexual assault, I think. Yeah, yeah. father. Kind of alludes to it, he yeah. He men- mentions it, yeah. Mm. And I think it was partly, partly guilt that he, maybe he wasn't around for the two kids. Maybe they yeah. b- brought up broken home. Maybe, I don't know how reliable a mother they uh, his, the mum was. Mm. So I thought I fe- I felt felt that the the way he reacted was you know pay pay up guilt you know if I can't be there in person I can be there in financial support. So mm. yeah, I think it's fascinating. And to borrow a phrase from Mayans, the sister show, if you will, there's a line: "Sangre is sangre, blood is blood." Yeah, and it's this idea that no matter the distance the time, the place, the circumstances, no matter what separates you, at the end of the day, you're still family. Mm. I, think, I think especially if Tig did have this dysfunctional relationship with his father, there surely must be a part of him that thinks, I'd like to be a better father. I'd like to do a better job. I'd like to prove my old man wrong and have a healthy relationship with my kids. And if that yeah. means giving her money for God only knows what, you know, it's his way of being like, I support you, kid, no matter what you do. Yeah. And your mistakes exactly. are yours to make. Exactly. Yeah, kind of like that. Mm. For me, it's one of the 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 first, the softening of Tig, I think, for me. It's I like agree. The, yeah. It's like that first bit of, I mean, there is a lot of humanity in Tig, but that's like where, I, you know, you think, oh, wow, okay. You know, this guy's got something... He really I, deeply cares. About. I think the first softening of Tig was with Chucky. That <laughs> oh, was, that's him. Yeah. And he sort of, that's when uh, you saw him <laughs> take you under it. And when, it's, I forget the episode, but it's the scene where they're in the factory and he says, act Mexican. <laughs> he gives him the clipboard. <laughs> <laughs> that was so good. That was sweet. <laughs> Yeah, I, oh, agree. I so agree, Tim. I feel yeah. like I absolutely came into the series highly disliking Tig. I, you know, on site, I was like, okay, so he's a chauvinist, he's a bit of a pig, he's foul mouth, he's a murderer, you know, he's kind of unrepentant, you know, two dead prostitutes with a belly full of Tig juice. Like, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. And he's, he's like, episode two, he's standing there in the morgue, like, 
you ever had sex with a dead body? And Clay's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so straight away, I was like, I was like, you this dropped on your there. head or something. <laughs> <laughs> I have yeah, my own theory about Tig, but. Oh my God. Yeah. But yeah, I, I didn't like him, but as time went on, and it was those moments where he kind of had this real humanity beneath the kind of rough, tough biker exterior. Yeah. But I started to absolutely love him. Yeah. So what did you make of her, I guess, would be the first thing. We, we know the next, what we're going to talk about in a second. Um, but what did you make of her as a, as a character in the series? Did, was there enough of Dawn Traeger for you? See, for me, this, this, and this is me getting very personal here, I immediately saw her as a kindred spirit. I am someone who has had quite difficult, challenging, distant, semi kind of abusive relationships with father figures in my life and I've been the daughter on the outside sort of seeking a relationship and kind of seeking approval and trying to keep distant and trying to keep close all at the same time and it can be so complex when you find yourself in dire straits and you don't know who to turn to and you do think blood who can I go to first and you go to your sister or you go to your mother or you go to your father and trying to cross that bridge when it's been damaged for so long can be incredibly difficult. And, you know, I'm not saying she was pure of intention or pure of heart, but she's clearly looking to manipulate her father. But I think beneath the veneer of the manipulation, the kind of fuck you dadness of her, I think she really does recognize that Tig's going to be there for her no matter what. They both have a kind of mutual understanding and unspoken agreement that blood is, you know, thicker than water, that there are, there, that, Time can come and go, the relationship can wax and wane, but there's still ultimately something that connects them, which goes beyond what other people might think. Wendy? Yeah, well, for me, I had sort of kind of almost like um, a, a polar opposite experience because she was only in it for three episodes. I think it was one in season four, two in season five. And when she first came to Charming, I really didn't like her. You know, I mean, my immediate reaction was, uh, yeah, for goodness sake, you've not seen your father for ages. You're clearly ripping him off. You know, what are you on? You know, and I really didn't like that about her at all. Because by that time, I was really warming. To, I mean, this was season four, and I, 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 I really liked Tig as well. Um, and I kind of got wrapped, invested in that character, and I thought, hmm, not keen on this. Three, three episodes, I just can't believe the turnaround, actually, because all of that began mm. to dawn on me. And, I, and, and it was the moment so that speak gave her the money and I, I even I was still thinking oh for goodness sake you know you're being rinsed here sort of thing you know what what you like mm. um and then it hit me and I thought for all the things you were just saying actually Holly you know blood is blood isn't it at the end of the day and it was clear how how much he thought of her and you could see I think how much she thought of her father and I thought do you know this is actually quite a special little relationship and I was quite excited to see how that played out um, and obviously by the end, I was really, really sold. I quite, I actually, I quite like Dawn Traeger very much, actually. She's got moxie. Yeah, I really, really, really liked her. And I think Gemma did too, because Gemma was the other one, I think. Um, mm. Venus knew, um, uh, obviously, Tick very well, but I think Gemma did also. And she could read it like a book as well. You could just see, she knew Tick was going to do that. She just did. Because <laughs> she would have done the Put same. Put it all out there for you. Because she, she would have done the same. She would have done exactly the same. Jack <laughs> straight up kill people. She was still like, I support you no matter what. Exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, there's... <laughs> and that's almost like blood as well, because they are just yeah. real family practically, aren't yeah. they? May as well be. And I think, yeah. No, Absolutely. I liked her very I did like her very much, which was so odd, because it was a short mm. time she was in the series altogether. And... 
kind of a did not like her at all when she rocked up at Telemorrow. <laughs> Soon grew to like her though, very much. Amazing writing. Mr. Sutter. Love Mr. Sutter, hats off yeah. once again. It's the, uh, the <laughs> weekly tip or hat to Mr. Sutter. Absolutely. <laughs> Lee, did you have any, any other thoughts on... I, I'm afraid I'm going to be the unpopular one here because I... Go for it. I didn't like her at all. I just I saw her as a as a bit of a a moody teenager type. Oh, for sure. A bit surly, sure. bit surly. You know, I, I, I didn't really. I mean, I just saw her as a you know she had a dad wrapped on her finger. I thought more of Tig than I did of her. Yes. I I yes. felt yeah, and what ha- whatever what ended up happening to her, mm. I didn't. I, I had no no sadness on, about losing her. I, my emotion and my sympathies were totally with Tig. Seeing, seeing what happened, knowing that he was tied up like a chain animal by that evil bastard, Damon mm. Pope. Oh, and I mean, I would, never, I would never have wished that on anyone. Yeah. And, but Sorry. I just had no sympathy for her at all. You're quite right. Yeah, no, I hear. I, I do hear. Mm. It's very biblical. Yeah. <laughs> Huge proportions. Uh, yes, mm. absolutely. So, so Lee's mm-hmm. taken us to the to the next point and the the exit of um, exits on my putting it yeah so Dawn Traeger and her and and how she left um, left Sons of Anarchy was if we think about the AJ Weston and Gemma scene this one is probably one that I find difficult to watch difficult to watch. Yeah. It was a real difficult watch because so, you can't the sound everything about it. Oh my you know? god! Yeah, you just can't get out, get out, and of it, it, hearing the sound of pigs screaming. So take us through um, how the, that 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 sequence and um and, and what what Tig finds when when he arrives. It well, it was all precipitated because he went on the on the rampage trying to get one yep. of the. Is it one of Marx's crew? Uh, presumably, yeah. And no, it you, was you one of them, um, the one-niners. That was one-niners, yeah, the one-niners. He went um, after Leroy, and he ki- but Leroy was it. dating Pope's daughter, and he killed yeah. Pope's daughter oh, by accident. Yeah, because he, you see him pulling up in a car. Ram-raided the cafe. And he yeah. ram-raided the cafe. Veronica Pope. The Borowski cafe, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm. She's gone flying through, killed. And, of course, that's brought... That's, Brought Damon Pope. He's he basically he's got there's a, a fire pit in the ground that I forget where, where it was. Yeah, it's it's by a railway track, as I recall it. Yeah, yeah, it was. And he's been um, basically chained up. And he, Kim Coates actually talks about this um, episode and, and his preparation for it in great detail. Um, if you want to look look up the videos about him talking about it, very difficult for him. And being a father and all. It yeah. was. Oh God! And of course, he ha- he has twins. Yes, yeah, he has daughters. He has two yeah. two daughters. Yeah. And he said, because he's very much a method actor, and he said, I went I went into a hotel or motel, didn't shower, kept in the same clothes, really. And he even went and saw his um, he's he's a therapist, and spoke to him about it. And he really went into so much depth and, um, what's the word, um, acting. Embodied. No, uh, what's the word? Yeah. Method acting. Really went oh. into the method mm. to prepare for the role, and he was, you know, he almost screamed himself hoarse with the 
the yelling and the shouting. And he had cuffs that were specially made so that they wouldn't hurt his his wrist when he was having yeah because he was done. really in as so, you say the method actually yeah. just tell it's almost yeah. very very yeah. well done he's so well. I mean he really does go into great detail on his on the interviews and um, he, I can I can hear him now the, the, it, him shouting and seeing her down in that pit and he just lights and Damon Pope they poured all petrol in the pit and, then, and he's lit a cigar and he's just thrown it. And that's, that's mm-hmm. it. Can yeah. I be controversial? Yeah, go for it. Because this is it. This is one of these things I discussed with my sister for context is um, currently at a drama school. She's studying at one of the London drama schools, undisclosed. Um, and I made her watch the scene. And I, I said to her, what do you think of this acting choice? Because personally, I didn't gel with it. I mean, props to the method. I mean, I'm not, I can't critique his method. I can't critique his, you know. I think I know what you're going to say, though. Skill. I, I just, for me personally, it didn't resound with how I would personally act in that situation. And if that is how Tig Traeger, a fictional character, would react, and if that rings true with Kim Coates, mm-hmm. the actor portraying him, 100% and behind it. But it's the kind of, I mean, I mean, this is it. We don't know how many different takes there were. We don't know how long he was filming it for. We don't know how many different versions, what's on the cutting room floor. But it's the kind of, moaning when yeah. he's going, oh, baby, yeah. oh, yeah. baby, baby, I oh, thought baby. the same too. I did reason with myself, though, when I watched Me. that scene, because that was exactly what I was thinking, thinking, you know, up until this point, I, I was at a loss with such a dramatic scene as to why it's almost faded away to... There was just no power in his voice at all. And you'd think if that was... If you watch your it. daughter burning yeah. to death like that, literally in front of your very eyes, you're chained up, you can't do anything about it. He's probably screaming. Can't jump into the pit yourself and try or anything like that. It It all seemed a bit weak, and 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 that was it. I think. I think it was because of the depth of feeling and his powerlessness to do anything Mm -hmm. about it. I think it was just sucked out of him. I really do. I think. And this is it. I think that's where the method came in. Actually, I I really do. I have to really think about that one. Mm. (laughs) Yes, I. I, um... I'm not qualified. Me I can't speak to directing. I can't speak to the writing. I can't speak to exactly what particular method they use, whether it's Grotowski or Stanislavski or use um, the other one, Lee Strasberg. He mentioned Stanislavski sometimes, yeah. So it, it, Stanislavski it is quite a popular one, Russian kind yeah. of hyper-realistic practitioner. Um, but yeah, for me personally, it didn't necessarily ring true. But everyone's truth is different at the end of the day. I just thought personally, that's not how I react. But from a psychologist's point of view, I'm like, I get there's supposed to be resignation. Mm. He mm. absolutely embraces the feeling of powerlessness. And that yes, for me exactly. that speaks to a sort of learned helplessness. Learned helplessness is a topic that's used mm. a lot in specifically trauma. It's this idea that you experience traumatic and horrific things enough and you end up just rolling over. It comes from a very famous study. You can be a Skinner in the 1920s. You can read all about it. But the broad strokes of it are, if you are in a dangerous situation, a traumatic situation enough times in your life and you become accustomed to that, you don't necessarily react to the trauma when it occurs to you again in some way or form. And if you think about it, you know, even his childhood aside, Everything that happens in Sons of Anarchy, the friends and family members that he suffers the loss of, the things yeah. he must have seen, you know, arson, gun violence, gang violence, 
you know, bikers, if you speak to them, quite a few of them will often know someone who has died in a motorcycle accident. Yeah. I have an uncle who had a traumatic brain injury probably going back 20 years ago, and he's never been the same since. And this is just a thing in biker community. So you can only imagine the trauma that's kind of snowballed over the years. So it makes sense that he does go into this kind of state of regret and submission and just powerlessness. But for me personally, the acting choice just slightly irked me, especially as we've seen Tig be such a fighter. He was the sergeant at arms. Mm. Yeah, I get that. But I think for, mm. for all those reasons you just gave, um, that was his true moment mm. of powerlessness. When, when is Tig Traeger ever without power he has no. no fear absolutely he fears nobody i mean my goodness you know he he ram raided that cafe i mean he was taking on uh, Le- um leroy leroy wasn't leroy. it leroy yeah he knew what the consequences were going to be yeah. He, yeah. he must have done um, he didn't realize the pope connection at the time obviously but nevertheless mm. he was really fearless and that must have been the one and only time in his entire life where he was not able to do something about it Um, And it happened to be with someone who was probably, along with Fawn, his other daughter, I suppose, the two most precious people Mm. in his life. life. Uh, It it was heartbreaking, actually, when you you break it down and see, I can, you know, yeah, I've I've seen a bit from what Lee was talking about, too, some of the uh, one interview he gave, and he talked about that scene. I really felt for the guy. Yeah. I think he actually affected him genuinely. I think he did, yeah. I always recall the, just the noise. I mean, I I can almost hear it think about it i can almost hear the scream Queens. and the, oh, the, gosh, the, yeah. the, the just the noise that that kim projects at, at the start um i don't know if i had the same reaction or not i think that no, God, no, I, I got no idea how 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 i'd react in a in that situation with my daughter i don't think anyone knows yeah, yeah. until they're in it no, oh my God. And also, I think we, we were really, really, if we were un, unsure at that point, we were left in no doubt the reach of Pope. Mm-hmm. I mean, he had, don't yeah. forget, he had uh, one of the Oakwood, uh, Goodwood, the detective, um, kidnap Dawn Traeger. Uh, and he, right. he made all that possible for Pope just to casually yeah. put his cigarette or whatever it was into the pit. Okay, so we've discussed Dawn Traeger. Um, now is the time to to rate Dawn Traeger as a character. Every week we do this, and every week we rate the characters against five categories, brutality, intelligence, loyalty, street cred, and likability. So I think there could be some interesting scores tonight following the comments that we've had. Um, <laughs> And um, we're going to start with brutality and um, and Lee. Brutality, I don't, I don't think it's the brutality and Dawn, do they really go together? Um, I I wouldn't say she's a violent person. Um, she's cunning and she's sly. I think it's more mental, um, her powers, rather than physical. So, I 20. Mm. I didn't really see the brutality in, in her at all, actually. I, I scored her very low. I scored her as a six. I, I can't, yeah. No, keep that one low. I just don't think she's brutal at all. She, she's a manipulator, definitely, but yeah. brutal, no. Don't think so. So I put her at a nice, sort of just above Wendy. Again, it's like, I think I could probably take her in a street fight <laughs> when it comes to brutality. 
I mean, she's a skinny bitch, like square up. I'm five foot one, but I can still take her. Um, yeah, no, she she doesn't come across as kind of physically aggressive or intimidating like a lot of the characters in the show. So yeah, she's easily down to a nine for me because that brutal death of hers. I think I, I'm kind of on the same boat that I went for seven. Um, I just I think there was not, we, we couldn't really tell if she was brutal, but there was no kind of backstory or, or any indication that that she had that that brutality but what my god what an what a way to exit the mm. um, the series absolutely so next up we're going to say talk about intelligence and wendy's up first you know i think she's quite an intelligent girl actually i i scored a 71 um i think she when she wants something she kind of knows how to get it because <laughs> she is quite a master manipulator and i think she's actually uh, i think you have to be fairly intelligent to do that so yeah 71 for me I placed her much lower. I mean, we knew this was going to be mixed. We knew. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I have her at 32 because this is the thing. Yes, she's got the level of kind of emotional intelligence to be able to manipulate her father. But in the same kind of breath, she's very transparent. I mean, Tig realises what she's doing. Gemma, I mean, especially the other women are like, we, isn't it obvious what she's doing? <laughs> But clearly she has a level of cunning that's got her to where she is in life, where she's managed to go this long without having to fall back on, you know, the bank of dad. I, I'm very, I find it hard to quantify. I mean, I was thinking about this this, um, this episode this afternoon. I'm thinking, how do I quantify these qualities with Dawn? And I thought, well, she's not, yes, she's intelligent. She's crafty. She's sly. She's what my mum would call cute. If somebody could get one over on somebody else, yeah, she's cuter than you, mate. That's a phrase that she'd use. So, yeah, she's fairly cute. Um, I'd rate her about a, a 60. I, I went for 48, so very middle. Um, and our reasoning kind of echoes what's already been said, that clearly she was quite sly and always trying to get her own way, but perhaps wasn't particularly... Um, clever about it and mm. that you every, everyone knew even a <laughs> dad knew you know and yeah i think there's a lot real lack of subtlety to it um so i, I just ended up at 48 again with with um with dawn it's a it is a really difficult one to, mm. to score with uh Very. with how she was yeah you have to series. sort of fill in the blanks a bit really and i think yeah. there's a lot like, of inference and the fact that she, we didn't see much of her, she wasn't coming into Tig's life very often. So I, I, that was where my figuring was going. You know, somehow she was getting, mm. she was getting by okay. Um, but somehow. I mm. love it. I really love this part. How <laughs> do I? Discussion. Okay, loyalty and Holly's up first. Uh, for loyalty, I put 11. This is it. I mean, for me... The only kind of group she appears to have any kind of meaningful connection with is her family. So her sister, her father, her mother, you know, we don't know about any other connections she potentially has. And even then she's lying about what's up with her sister. She clearly hasn't told the truth to her mum either. She's attempting to lie to her father. You know, she doesn't seem to give a shit about like actually, uh, you know, looking for a meaningful connection with him in any way and building that connection so that they're to support her in any meaningful way she drops in and out as she pleases loyal and pleasant as she pleases when she has something to gain from it but also the fact that she does go to family rather than trying to scam you know someone anyone else you know there are plenty of ways to scam people for money but she does still go to her family 
So as fucked up as that is, I gave her an 11. I gave her five. I think she's probably the loyalist to herself. True. You know, she's one of these, she could be a fair weather friend. Mm. You know, um, I, you, it's almost like you, you, you sort of, you hear about, or my mum used to nag me when I was a kid, but I'd ask for one thing, say, like, I wouldn't get it off my mum, so I'd go and ask my dad, yeah. and she used to have a go at me about it, you know, play yeah, one of those parents' yeah. privileges, made that even better. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, I think she knows how to twist around her finger, and I think she's the only person she's really loyal to is herself, yeah, so five. Uh, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> I scored a 31 because um, I kind of agree with what you guys have said, actually. I, I certainly, I think she's mostly loyal to herself. But I just, I know we didn't see enough of her. I just got the sense, though, that deep, deep down, I know she was having a pulling, pulling the wool over her father's eyes or trying to, but I somehow felt that that family, oh, what you got there? Odie Kuiper. Woohoo. <laughs> Friends of Anarchy uh, UK oh, is sponsored by. Hashtag <laughs> <laughs> <like>, not spawned. <laughs> um, no, I just think she, I just had this feeling, got feeling that she was actually reasonably loyal to her family. I couldn't really tell anything else, despite the fact she was trying to con her father. But underneath all of that, you could just tell there was this sort of bond there. And I had a feeling that she wouldn't, do anything to really hurt him or her no. sister or her mother. Um, so that's where I got 31 from, to be fair. And I, I came to nine and pretty much like the, the the reasons that have been given. I thought I've not tried to fill in the gaps. I've just gone with what, what I saw yeah. on the screen. And I think maybe nine might even be a touch generous, but um, <laughs> yeah. So, so I, yeah, I'll stick with my nine. All right, and now it is back to Lee to um, have street cred and another difficult one. I would give her quite a high rating for street cred, about 80. I think she's, for for her, I don't know if it's street cred or street smarts. She looks like, if if she was a homeless character, she'd work her way around. She'd work her way through. She She wouldn't go hungry. She'd managed to con somebody to get a, a room for the night. She would, she'd fit in. She, she's one of these sort of people that she'd look fairly anonymous. She, she'd do what she had to do to survive. And, uh, yeah, I think street cred, maybe, yeah, about 80. Um, kind of with Lee, actually. Um, I did score a bit lower at 67, but I, I think she has got bags of confidence. She's got more front than selfridges. And I think everything <laughs> Lee just said, actually. <laughs> she has. I love that. And I, I think a lot of a lot of people possibly could admire that about someone, really, because uh, clearly, uh, I think Lee gave a really good example. I reckon if she was down and out, I don't think she'd be there for very long. <laughs> Somehow, <laughs> no, I think she's got quite a lot of street street quid. I love that more front than selfridges. We need more, <laughs> more very Brit- Brit- yeah. uh, We need more very <laughs> British phrases in this. Just to really, really <laughs> underline. I mean, it's a UK podcast, yeah. isn't it? Sorry. We'll all come up with some phrases every week that we drop. Well, that's in. your yeah. phrase. That should be our challenge. We should yeah. come up with one. There we go. She's got more front than selfridges. I'll get that loaded on the box for next week. I actually came in a lot lower. I, I came in at 37. 
and, I, and this is it. You, you ladies have both made spectacular points there. I feel remiss now. But purely oh. based on what we see on screen, I was thinking she's got smarts, but she's not got smarts enough to completely go it alone. And maybe that's an age thing. Like, how old is she actually supposed to be? Do we know? Is she 20, to be... 19? 20, I was going to say, is it like 20s. early 20s yeah. kind of thing? Yeah. And I think about me being 21 and I think where could I see myself if I was living in this very unusual alternate universe where I'm like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I just, yeah, I feel like she didn't have the street cred on the knowledge to wriggle her way out of being, you know, taken hostage by the detective and then, you mm. know, Pope and all the kind of build up to that point. She didn't have the the know-how, how to talk her way out. Yeah. I don't know. Street smarts was, the key word there for me i don't i feel like she's got some but not enough so 37 mm. okay and i finally went for 49 with um mm. with her and it was it was again very much a, a judgment call on on what i saw there was I, feel, I give her street cred that i know if anything ever happened to her that not just tig but not just redwood but the whole sons of anarchy um, every charter would be hunting the person down that, that did anything to to his daughter. So I think that yeah. she she gained some for that. I think she would she would get she's one of these people. She'd be like and mean this I mean this with all due respect that that, that character is a bit like a cockroach that no matter what happens yeah. they would crawl out from underneath the ruins out, yeah. and yeah. and and survive. So so that's why I went for forty nine. And lastly. It's likability and Wendy, your first this week. I liked her. As I said before, it was, a, you know, didn't when I first saw her, but it didn't take that long. I really did like her. I scored a 73. I, I actually kind of, kind of liked her very much. I think she was, um, I know she was trying to con her father, but <laughs> I think it was all done in the knowledge that everyone knew. <laughs> she knew that they knew that she knew. You know, it was just like, it just felt like that. And, um, I kind of like, I like their relationship and you could see that shining through. Um, and I really, really felt fatigued when, when, how, how she died and, um, she didn't deserve that. I mean, she might've been, you know, not everyone's cup of tea, I guess, but, uh, no, she, yeah, I did like her though. Give her 73. Yeah, I put her at a 59, and maybe this is me just sort of projecting completely onto a character. <laughs> but yeah, I saw that she really had some moxie. And when I think about some of the characters in Sons of Anarchy, you know, if you're gauging who's repulsive to who do I absolutely adore, there are a lot of characters that repulse me a lot more than, you know, Dawn. It just, you know, for me, I think of like the characters that repulse me, you know, we've talked about Lee Torek. We talked about AJ Weston, you know, these are some real reprobates. Yes, she's a bit of a bitch and she's a bit of a cockroach, but at the end of the day, I feel like she's ultimately harmless. Um, yeah, relatively harmless, just thinking that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. She, she kind of, she's kind of a bit transparent. She's trying to fool her dad, but she's still very young, probably very naive. And yeah, for me, it's 59. I just feel like she's nowhere near the level of like Lee Torek or AJ Weston. I think I'm going to have to give another unpopular. One. Ooh, do tell. I because frankly, I don't. I don't really care. I had. I had no sympathy for her. I had no. There was nothing to me that there was. I didn't see anything likable about her. I didn't think anything. I. Ha, I didn't hate her, but I didn't. 
on the if, if hate was one way and, and love was the other way, I'd be at zero. Mm. I just didn't feel any. I felt more sorry for Tig. My my sympathy for him, and if I saw if it, I don't know, I, I just wouldn't wouldn't give her the time of day, quite frankly. And uh, so, yeah, Fair enough. One. What did you give uh, Western and Torrig yeah. out of interest? <laughs> I can't remember. I've slept since then. So look, uh, for me, I kind of had the same thoughts as Lee to some degree, although I, I scored 51. And I kind of put 50 as the par. The, would would I go for I a drink with them par in 50? Yep, I would. So I would go for a drink with Dawn Traeger. I would keep make sure my wallet was tucked away in my inside pocket. Yeah. And my keys and phone were somewhere where I'd, and on my person at all times. But I think you could, mm. you'd have a laugh with her, I think. You would have a laugh yeah, with her. Yeah, I agree. But then I think that it would be then might you know you'd have a you'd have a good you'd have a good night and then it would be okay you wouldn't think you wouldn't then think back on that night as one of the classic all-time nights out it would be you know you had a nice no. drink a nice chat yeah. and, and and that's it so I, that's why i went for 51 i i, I completely concur that's thank you thanks for your validation holly you're very welcome very, very i will validate any of you people oh. I, I will i will validate every opinion and everyone's right to a voice <laughs> Actually, quite an, uh, a decent opinion. A one likability. <laughs> Girl, you're going to meet me in the Tesco's parking lot. We're going to square up. <laughs> so, the final scores are in for Dawn Traeger. Brutality ten. Intelligence 52, Loyalty 14, Street Cred 58, Likeability 46. Pretty handy card for somebody who's not been in a huge amount of Sons of Anarchy. So, when you think about it, how little we did see of her and we've, you know, the, 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 how much we've been able to. Yeah, made, her, made, a, made a big impact. Yeah. Well, for sure, for sure. Uh, considering. We saw less of um, Les Packer, but we, 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 had a, we had a hell of a conversation about him as well, didn't we? Yeah. We did, yeah. for what it's worth. That's okay. going to be a hell of a night out with all these people having a drink. Oh, I know. <laughs> oh, it's going to be a great time. Some of the conversations. Oh, I have oh, so yeah. many questions for so many of them. Well, yeah. so far, I'm not going for a drink with AJ Weston, Lee Torek, Hector Salazar, <laughs> or Dot. Oh, no, I wasn't sure if I would go for a drink with I'd, I'd go for a drink with her, but I'd leave my wallet at home. Yeah. She'd be paid. <laughs> Well, she's got that 12 grand Brilliant. off take, of course, she's going to be paying. Yeah, exactly. She's flush. Yeah, she's, she's got flush. She's got yeah, money. you're paying. First round yeah. of you. First exactly. round of round. Yeah. yeah. So the next thing for us to do tonight is decide who are we talking about next week. So that means yes. back again for series two, possibly the panel's favourite element of the whole show, is the Wheel of Names. Yes. Here we go. Fab. Okay, so every week we spin the wheel of names. It has every character who has been on Sons of Anarchy. We don't choose who we talk about. We let fate decide. So, it's time to spin. Ooh, Arcadio Nerona. Arcadio. One of the 
He's Nero's brother. Bislat. Yes. Yes. Is he brother or is he cousin? Might be cousin. 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 Mm. So we are. We this is our first Bislat. There we go. So we are huh? talking about Arcadio. So. And all that is left for us to say is thank you for for downloading our podcast. Podcast. Thank you for listening. And um, please remember to give us a five star review on iTunes and any of the other podcast provider that you use. And we will be back next week. And so, for me, I'd like to thank Wendy, Lee, and Holly again for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Thoroughly enjoyed it. And um, all that's left is to get, get in touch with us. We are at SOA UK Podcast um, on Twitter. You can email us, SOA UK Podcast at gmail.com. We'll see you next time. Take care. Bye. Bye.